and welcome to the podcast, Creating Confident Communication. Today, we are absolutely honored. We have Matt Barr and Carrie Lynn Barr, and we are going to open up with um, their bio and share a little bit about them. But thank you so much for being here. Carrie Lynn Barr was born and raised in Morgan, Utah, and lived there until she married Matthew Barr. And then they lived in Australia for the first nine years of their married life. They have now been married for 27 years and have five kids, 24 down to seven years old. Wow. (laughs) And one year old granddaughter. Carrie Lynn has done homeschooling with all of her children and is currently the president at Polar Star Academy, a Commonwealth school for homeschool families. She is also a school leadership trainer for Leadership Education Mentoring Institute. She loves being with her family and loves being outdoors, especially in the mountains or on the kayak. And one of her favorite things that she has learned is that so so far in life is learning this lifelong journey. It's never too late to gain a new skill or pick up a new hobby. In January this year, Matt and Carrie Lynn learned how to do a stained glass and have enjoyed doing this together. Wow. And Matt Barr was born and raised in Australia. Matt met the love of his life, Carrie Lynn, while visiting Morgan, Utah, when they were both 15 years old, but waited until he returned from his mission in Seoul, Korea, to marry her in the Salt Lake Temple. He received his bachelor's degree degree in psychology at the University of Newcastle, and then started a photography business. After selling his business in Australia, he moved his family and love of photography to the USA. Within over 24 years of professional photography behind him, Matt still loves what he does. He loves traveling, beach time, hiking, gardening, and above all, time with his family. He is always up for new adventures and learning something new. Wow, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Well, we are just absolutely honored to have you both here. You both have such gifts and talents. And I would love just to start out with you, Carrie Lynn, a little bit about, you know, what got you on the journey and what you're doing to help other people right now. Um, specifically on the journey of homeschooling. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, um, sure. Um, so what got me started on the journey? Um, I have learned in my life that it's things that happen in my life are usually not planned. I didn't plan on homeschooling. I hadn't heard of homeschooling. Um, it's one of those things that's kind of placed in front of you. And you then, you know, you feel the prompting or you feel the little niggling and it's like you look into it. Um, my husband is the first one who introduced it, the concept, because he had read about it somewhere. Um, and I was like, oh, that's not for me. And then it took another introduction from a friend um, a little while later. We were living in Australia at the time. Did we even have kids at that time? We did. We had a we had a little um, four year old. So. <laughs> He was in preschool at the time because first time mom, you know, I didn't know. It's like, oh, you do preschool. Okay. And you, but at the same time, I was like, oh, it's not working for him. What do I do? And then it started coming anyway. So through different avenues. So I think like anything in life, you, something's presented to you and you have to evaluate it. And so just in my mind, I thought about it. It took that second introduction that I thought, am I supposed to homeschool? And it kind of scared me at first because I wanted to, and I knew it was right, but I thought, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but that's another thing that I've learned in life is if you wait until you know what you're doing before you jump into something that you feel like you need to do, then you'll never do anything. 
because I feel like I have not been prepared, like fully prepared the way I would want to be prepared for most of the adventures or just projects that we've taken on in our life. Um, so I kind of feel like it's one of those things, if you feel it, then move with it, you move it and you learn as you go. You just say, okay, I'm doing it. Now, what do I do? You know, you pray, you talk to people, you be observant, you let yourself be guided. So oh, I love that. And I, that's one thing I always say is when we, when we get in fear and we think, oh, we want to run away from something that seems scary. That's what our brain naturally wants to do. But when we choose to go towards it, there's always opportunities that open up. I think right. this morning when we were talking, you had mentioned that um, you've got like 40 chicks that were born this morning on top of it. Was that about right? Yeah, well, they were mailed to us. So they were born three oh. days ago. They came in the mail, but we got them this morning. And so we've been scrambling to create a brooder. And anyway, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you know what? It's amazing. Thing. I don't know about you, but for me, it's been like, well, I don't really know how to do this, but I'm learning and we're going to figure it out and let the kids be a part of it. And one thing I have learned is sometimes we don't have all the answers ourselves, but Sometimes letting other people help us, they may be a little, a few steps ahead of us, or someone might know how to do 40 chips or whatever. So that's amazing. Um, did you have any other thoughts on that before we ask Matt a little bit about, you know, his journey and no, go ahead and ask Matt his thoughts well, on that. For me, um, one of the things that came to mind as Carrie Lynn was talking is the fact that um, she didn't know anything about homeschool. She was scared about stepping into it. And I think that's um, similar to my journey. You know, I, I got back from my mission and I remember sitting on a freeway exit, bawling my eyes out, being overwhelmed with, what do I do? I've got to, I've got to make decisions right now. And I just felt so much pressure on what to do. And my mum counseled me. She, she was on the phone with me and she said, Matt, just pick any classes. It doesn't matter. And essentially, just get moving in a direction. And the reason I went to uh, college was because it was what was expected. That's the norm. That's, you know, we go to college, we do, once we're done with college, we then get the master's. There's kind of this path that society lays out for us. And so often we get onto that path and we're too afraid to look to the left or the right. And we stay on what society dictates that we should do. And so when Carrie Lynn uh, starts thinking about homeschooling, and she has the the gumption, the guts to say, I'm going to give this a try. It's scary. It is scary. Absolutely. But that that is where I feel like the real fulfillment in life comes is when we don't just walk the status quo. We actually look for and, and try to fulfill our lives more than just um, accepting what life comes. Um, re really go for, for your own life. So when you started to go to school and you did kind of that path, because I absolutely agree, it's like, just do it. You, you learned a lot. You probably grew, but you had, what happened along the way you decided this was just not what you wanted. Is that what happened? I, I enjoyed school. It was interesting. I learned stuff and, um, and I was enjoying it. But at some point, I, I, it was actually um, right before my son was born. Um, I thought, I don't want to be a psychologist. I don't want to be doing this stuff, um, being always, you know, book learning and things like that. I want to do something that I love that'll give me time with my family. Um, I absolutely adore my wife and my children as they've come along. I adore them and I love them and time with them. I wanted to have time and not just be gobbled up in work. And so that's when I started to look at what were my passions, what were my interests. 
photography being one of my interests. And uh, so long story short, I, um, I, I opted out of going into a master's program um, with, sorry, not master's, but an honors program with, um, with psychology and decided to pursue my own business. And so at that time with only one little baby and we're just renting a house, it was easy enough just to kind of take that leap and, and start a business. And, um, and the rest is history. We sold the business in Australia, moved over here, started the same thing. Which is absolutely incredible. And I really do believe that's where we're going with this confidence to do what we feel like we want to do, called to do. Um, sometimes we don't know exactly how we're going to do it. You know, um, I don't know I, if you know this or if I've shared with anyone I, I do on my other podcast, but I had felt like I wanted to be a real estate agent because I love people. And so I started diving in to do all the work as a real estate agent. I took classes and courses and this was during COVID. So it was a really weird time. And um, I went on to, to pass one of the tests, but the other tests I kept like missing the percent. You had to have over 70% and I'd get 68 or 69, like several times. And in my brain, I never wanted to quit and give up just because of my background with, you know, losing the weight and gaining weight for me and all my struggle. It's like, you, you do the job. So I kept trying to pass this test and I tried to pass this real estate test, the second one, eight times I took the test. Aww. And on my ninth time, and I just kept missing it by one or two questions, I had kind of a friend coach look at me and say, do you really, really want to be a real estate agent? And I didn't know what was happening, but all of a sudden I started crying and just sobbing. And I thought, what's wrong with me? And I think the question was, I love real estate and I love people and I really want to have more properties and investments. But the truth was, I didn't want that to be my full-time job because I think deep down, I would have been really good at it. And I would have just, like you said, it would have got, let me be gobbled me up my time. And I have these kids that have a lot of attention and we have a small farm too. And I remember thinking, what are people going to say if I, if I confidently tell them this is not what I want. And I went to even thinking my children, you know, I had a son that just graduated a while ago. He's 19. And I thought, what if he came to me and said, he went to all this schooling and then said, this just isn't really what I want to do. What would I say to him? I would say to do what you love. You get one life to do what you love and move forward. And so I get what you're saying on a deep level. And first of all, having the courage and confidence to say, this is something that I want to create, even though I don't even know how it's going to turn out. And after reading your bio, you've been doing this for 24 years, very successfully. Um, people know your work and, and you're sharing it. So I really appreciate you sharing that sometimes if things are feel scary, both of you, that it's okay to just run towards it because that's, I guess, what I'm hearing you both say you did differently, right? Yeah. Right. For sure. And tell us a little bit more, like, if you're willing, how have you been able to get through, you know, I'm sure there's been some things that have come up in your businesses and working on this homeschool that have felt discouraging or that have felt like a struggle. To both of you, and you can each individually answer this, but what do you think's helped you be able to get through the struggle and the difficulty um, and keep going? What would you say that you could share with us to help us? Uh, who, who wants who Yeah, who do you want to go first? I'm like, um, oh, Carrie Lynn, you start. You start, Carrie Lynn, and we'll have Matt finish. 
Okay. Um, so struggles, struggles are a part of everyday life for sure. You know, there's so many different types of struggles that I wouldn't even want to start listing them because there's just, you know, things that can be discouraging struggles can be discouraging, but that's also where you have the growth. Um, Uh so absolutely. But you know, when they fall into your lap, you have to go, okay, you have to, again, evaluate it. Is this real? Is this, you know, what does this mean? Is it just something to get through that I have to push through it? Or do I need to listen to this and change direction a little bit? But some of the challenges, I mean, you know, sometimes it's in the home with your kids. Sometimes it's um, society or how society is viewing you or what you're thinking, you know, just all of the stuff that's mostly in your head. But what I've constantly had to do is bring it back like to my why, you know, what is my why? Why are we doing this? And is it still working? Um, But that's always what I come back to. And I have to, you know, why wrote it down in the beginning. And sometimes that's changed over time. Um, But I come back to why am I doing this? And is this what we still want for our family? Um, And so I feel that that helps me keep on the path in the direction that I want to go. And so sometimes that has changed a little bit. Some that used to be, I was just at home with my kids, but then I was like, no, we need something more. So I reached out to my community and said, are you homeschooling? We want to form a co-op, you know, which grew. And, and then we ended up joining one on the other side of the mountain, you know, in Ogden. So we drive to that, but do you know what I mean? It kind of grows and builds on what your needs are and what your family's needs are at the time. So and just and keep struggle. going and keep reaching keep out to other people, right? Is that what I'm hearing? Right. Lots of prayer. And oftentimes, most of the times I would say those, um, the answers to those prayers are through people. It's like, oh, I didn't realize that this is how this was going to happen, but it does. And when you pray, your heart and your mind is open. So you're more aware of and can receive that guidance and direction. You recognize it when it comes. So yeah. that's. Yeah, that's how I have handled the struggles. Right. So you're saying they're always going to be there and they're going to be ups and downs. And some days you don't maybe want to do what we're doing, but we just keep going and looking at what I've found is if I look at things as, you know, these gifts that I'm getting and the trials are here to teach me, then I I'm more grateful. I'm more excited to keep going. Matt, what would you say on this uh, journey? Have you had some struggles or or difficulties that you've been able to have you been able to do this? If I can take a, a little sidebar for a moment and, and first put a disclaimer in. Yes. Um, we're average people. <laughs> There's nothing special about Matt Barr and Carrie Limbar other than she's amazing. But we're just average people. We don't have the the massive trials in our life that I can look at and say, oh, you know, I, I fell from an airplane and I survived and look at me, I've gotten through it. We just have average lives with average experiences with average trials. But those average trials to me individually are mountains. They're monstrous. And so to, you know, I think we all have our trials and our difficulties. Um, we just need to recognize, like Carolyn said, it is a part of life. Um, one one of the things that I've enjoyed um, as I've learned and, and grown along the way is to occasionally give myself a trial. Um, not that I want um, pain and suffering and things, but um, I, I enjoy finding something um, that kind of stretches me and pushes me a little bit. And a number of years back, Carrie Lynn and I, we trained for and did a 100K run um through the mountains down it's called the Kachinamosa. we had never run a marathon 
Um, so we weren't runners. We weren't trained for this at all. But I woke up one right around Christmas and I said, I want to do this. Um, it's going to push us. It's going to stretch us physically, emotionally, mentally. And it did. Um, there was one time we hiked Timpanogos. Now that's a, a mediocre hike for, for me now. And for some people, it's a, a massive mountain, which it is. But giving yourself these trials, I think, helps you develop the strength and fortitude that you need so that when the time comes that you have that big nuclear type of experience, then you have something to draw on. Um, the way I have managed to get through, um, I truly believe, is because I have a father in heaven who loves me and has given me many experiences throughout my life to be able to fortify me and give me strength. Um, one of my biggest trials in my business came when it was a 180 in my business direction. I was shooting weddings and portraits. That was what I knew. That's what I did well. When that stopped working, when I couldn't get the business the way I used to be able to, something had changed. And I feel it really was God taking me from this part of the industry and putting me in another part. And, um, and that was an incredibly tough time. But it was a time when I prayed a lot. Um, I relied on him and his direction and, and recognized that I've gotten through these other tough things. I'll get through this. So it's you know, never I, fun, isn't it? It's never fun. <laughs> no, and it's so funny that I keep going back to, you know, what you're saying with the real estate because I I think if I wouldn't have closed that door, then the other doors for what I'm doing now wouldn't be here. And this is what I'm feeling absolutely called to do is you get out and speak in front of people, share my trials, share my weaknesses. And be able to say, if I can do hard things and I can lose weight, you know, lose 80 pounds five times and run several marathons and, and they were not easy to do, you know, being that heavy. It's like you said, this trial and people really not believing in me and myself and at times not even believing that I could do it myself, but then feeling this call to want to do something greater and real estate probably would have been awesome. And I love people, but this is what I feel like I want to do. I want to help people on a deeper level. And because of me closing those doors, I was able to get my, my book going and my podcast up and start speaking to more. And, and it was, it's almost like, you know, I just, what, what, what you were saying is you didn't realize you were going to get stepped in to do something even greater than what you had been. But once we say, Hey, we're in, we're all in. I also love that podcast is, you know, just, choosing to be all in whatever that looks like for that next thing and I I'm just really grateful for you sharing that I can really resonate with that um did you have any other thoughts on on that Carrie Lynn at all that you wanted to share you know just as he was talking I was like you know it looking in retrospect at these experiences like you with your real estate or either of us had talking about what we've already been through it's easy to see because it's in the past it's like oh yeah that was hard we got through it but when you're in the moment, like I remember when he was, you know, that industry and photography was changing and he's like, it's just not working anymore. Um, he, you know, started pull back from it. He's like, do I change my path entirely? It was a scary time. It was like, there was so much unknown. And so when he, you know, eventually there were, you know, there's stories we could tell about how he ended up going in that direction. But anyway, when you're in the moment, it's scary. But when you, um, Sorry, I had to turn my phone off. Oh, it's <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, 
So when you're there, it's scary. In retrospect, it makes it look easy. But in in the moment, you just have to hang on. Sometimes you just have to hang on and say, I know it's going to be okay. This is going to work out. And and even if you don't know how it's going to work out, you keep moving. You know, don't stop. No stagnation. You just have to keep going. And then it starts to happen. So. there's a quote I we have in our bathroom. I, I'm pretty sure we have it in our bathroom. I think it's Elder Holland. I've got a lot of unsurety <laughs> there. But he, it was something we really it was know. something along the lines of um, you know, when the seas get rough, stay in the boat. Uh, because that's sure, that's known. Uh you jump out of the boat at that time. Um, who knows what's gonna happen? And so, like yeah. Carolyn said, you keep going, trusting that things will be better in the end and that you can look back. And um, and recognize the growth that you gained through that trial. You know, I love what you shared. The thought and the image just came to me. That boat may be rocky, and that boat may look really scary. <laughs> and the waters and the trials and what's outside of it. It could be like we might get sick along the way. We might want to throw up. We might want out of the boat. But like what I'm kind of visualizing is out of the boat. So many more unknowns, right? So much scarier. At least we have that security. So keep going. And I just love that. And, you know, really with creating this podcast, we're here to help youth. We're here. We're going to have such a variety of people listening, which we love is, you know, individually. And Matt, we'll let you start with this one. You know, what would you say to that one person? If you could reach someone today that feels stuck in their career, in their job, or, you know, in their life to be able to try to do something hard they feel weighed down what would you say to the one and carrie lynn this question's for you to think about that we could inspire today if it's a mother or or someone it just feels like giving up and giving up hope because we're here today to help give confidence and help people know that and you're in your words it was you know you're average well to us you're amazing and help the average person that doesn't feel like they have something to share or to give because each one of us is is great, right? And wonderful. And I just would love you to start, Matt, to say, what would you share to the one that feels so hopeless and discouraged? And then Carrie Lynn, if you'll move forward in your thoughts. Um, you know, originally I had some thoughts and they've kind of, left me but the thought that comes to mind right now is that we all have an innate ability for us to create um that is god given to every single one of us um whether you think you're creative or not you have the ability to create and in creating something um we become more like god and less like man man um make a mess of things but God is perfection. And so as we create in our own way, whether that's writing a book, writing a journal, um, building a vegetable garden, um, taking photos, um, making videos, doesn't matter what it is, creating something, creating relationships, creating a smile on somebody else's face because you have that personality. Create something. And as we create, um, we will find I believe greater peace and and direction in our own lives. Um, I think there's much many other things I could go into in my own life, but you know, time wise, um, I would just say maybe that's the the one thing. I love I love that. 
and that we all have a gift or a talent. And it may not look like everybody else's. And each trial is different, you know, some that have lost limbs and done different things, but to each our own, we all have something that we've gone through that someone else, for me, when I've gone through a personal trial, I'll often find I'll talk or run into someone else who's struggling with that. And it's like, oh, I just worked through this. I'm learning this and I can help them. And so I absolutely love what you shared, Matt. And what thoughts do you have with that? Um, yeah, I think that with, um, when I would, what I would say to one person, you know, and often this is what I say to myself is, is that often our confidence and our ability to do things comes from doing the hard things. And I know it's a big quote, you know, do hard things, but sometimes those hard things are very, very small things, but it's those, all those little tiny steps along the way that are hard that do make a difference. Um, and for a mother, it might be during the day, like even today with my son, you know, we were trying to clear the shed out to get the brooder in to, you know, I knew these chicks were coming home in just a minute with um, Matt and the kids. But so I was helping him and it was easier for me and faster because I knew we were in a hurry, you know, to just pull it all out myself. But I wanted him to learn how to do it. So I had to slow down and stop and show him, okay, this is how you do it. So sometimes that's the hard thing is making mom, you know, stopping to teach your kids how to do something instead of just doing it yourself, right? Um, Or it's sometimes, like Matt said, you do something. You're like, what is something that I can do that I know is challenging? And it's going to be different for everybody. Um, And it doesn't have to be a marathon. It, you know, maybe it's, it's really hard for me to even get out and walk. So if I walk down to the end of my street and back, you know, once a day, then that's a challenge, but choose something that is difficult every day for you to do and try to accomplish that little thing. And, and eventually you build up to doing harder things. And I believe that that is honestly where we get our confidence. Don't wait until you know how to do something before jumping into it. It doesn't have to be a great thing. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. No. And, and to be able to move forward, if you feel like this is something I want to do, but I'm scared, do it anyway. You know, I tell my kids, we like to go cliff jumping up the lakes and stuff. I'm like, you decide when you're down here that you're going to do it. And then you get up top and don't think about it. You just keep moving and you just get off and you jump off that cliff. So you just have to decide if you're like, this is what I want to do. Keep moving. It'll happen. It'll come. And you'll feel I love that. Top. I love that you encourage your kids that they can jump off a cliff. Some parents will be like, oh, maybe you can jump off a cliff. What you're doing is you're teaching your children. You can do anything that you believe in yourself. Yeah. And we believe in you. And, and sometimes you're right. I just love what both of you have shared is when you are, when you're making those baby steps and when the big things come up, well, I jumped off a cliff and mom and dad were rooting me on and they knew I could do it. It wasn't like you were down at the bottom, like, no. And so many times I think as we live in our authentic selves as parents, we show up and we do things that are uncomfortable and that are challenging. We give our children permission. And when we have confidence in them that you know, they can do it. They can, they can learn how to do the chicks and they can learn this. And it does take a few steps as parents to teach our kids how to do things and how to do it right. Sometimes I've heard, sometimes it takes six or seven times to teach the kids how to do something. But once they got it, that's how I believe, just like as adults, they feel that confidence within. Now, I know how to do this. Like my cute daughter, she learned how to do her hair. I couldn't help her with her hair. And she learned and now she, mom, I can do my hair better than you. 
Yeah. And and sometimes because she's done it, she's proved to her brain that she knows how to do it. And when we have confidence in ourselves and we choose to believe in the people around us, then they believe in themselves. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Confidence comes from knowing that we can do things and just teaching those kids their li- those little steps of independence makes the biggest difference for them. You know, not just constantly you know, patting them on the back saying you're the best, but they are, they are, but I think what they really need is to know that, Hey, I can do things, you know, I can do these adult skills or, you know, things working towards their own independence, that that's really what gives them that confidence. So, well, we're so grateful for both of you guys coming out to speak and just share because there's people out here just like us average that want to make a difference and that want to help their families that want to feel more connection with families right now in this world it's it seems like connecting with families isn't cool right it's more fun to go with your friends and be out in the world and what I'm finding is I still want to be with the ones I love and I want to connect with them and and love them and so I just love what you're sharing Matt thank you for you know, being brave and confident to, to, to do the work of photography and create beautiful things that we can enjoy and letting other people through this podcast know that they can do it too, you know? And if we can do this, right, then we know that everyone listening to this podcast can do it too. Yep. <laughs> so any other thoughts, Matt, before we close? Oh, I, I could talk for hours, I think. So I'm kind of holding myself back. So I, I think we're good. Just just I think recognize that you have unique gifts, unique potential, and that you are loved. Um so yeah. I love I love that last statement. That you are loved no matter what. Yeah. We don't have to be exceptional. We don't have to be famous. We are loved regardless. As you are. As we are. And everybody has a contribution and they're all going to look different, but everybody has a contribution in a place. So well, you guys are just amazing. And, and on this podcast, we're creating confident communication one person at a time. Thank you to the bars for being here and sharing, sharing our message and sharing this podcast with people. Everybody's looking to feel more confident, to feel more connected and to be able to communicate better. And so just thank you so much. And we leave you today and we'll see you next week. And thank you to the bars. Have an amazing week. Great.